Welcome to Season 1, Episode 1 of Breathe, the podcast. I'm Trisha, and I'll be your host on this, uh, this little journey that we're going to take. And um, the question I ask myself in the middle of the night, does the world need another podcast? Well, let's ask. Do you? Do we? Hmm. I guess the answer is no. The world doesn't need another podcast. But I do. I do. I need to do this because there's something inside of me that needs to get out. There's a message that I feel needs to be delivered. There's information about mental health that needs to be spread into the universe in a different way. Not a better way, not a lesser way, but just a different way. And that's what Breathe the Podcast is all about. Getting some information, getting some assistance, getting some resources, and hearing stories and voices of people either on their own mental health journey or in the mental health field and learning about opportunities that we can take advantage of. So welcome to Breathe the Podcast. Again, does the world need another podcast? Probably not. You can find a podcast on how to fix your shoes, how to, hmm, figure out who done it. A podcast on life in general. And there's probably another podcast called Breathe. So why this one? Why? Because in the middle of this year, which has been an enormous year of ups and downs, I recognized that inside me there was a voice that needed to come out. And that voice had just sat quiet for a while. It wasn't, um, it wasn't hidden. I hadn't smushed it down. But just life has a way of ebbing, ebbing and flowing. And it was time for this voice to come out. And so it's time now that I ask you, what is the voice saying to you? When you pause and take a deep breath and listen to your insides, is there a message that needs to come out? Is there something you need to say about your journey, about your progress? Is there something you need to acknowledge and create space for? Listen to your insides. Usually, that's where God starts speaking to you. And so if you're thinking, oh, this is on the edge of something that's not comfortable, I encourage you to get comfortable listening to yourself and then follow through with whatever the voice is telling you. Oh, I wish I had someone sitting here right now and I would ask them some questions and get an opportunity to hear some authentic answers. But there's not. So I'm going to create space in this morning's 
Breathe podcast to ask you some questions. And I would just like, I'm going to pause between them. And I would like you to take that opportunity to fill it up with whatever comes up in you. What are you thinking, right? Firstly, my question to you is, have you ever experienced that gut response where you knew you had to respond? And if so, what did that feel like? Where did you feel it in your body? Was it in your knees, your neck? Was it in your gut? Did you follow through and respond to that voice? And what was the outcome? Take just a moment to reflect on that outcome. And then reflect on how you felt about it once you did it. Once you responded to that innate question or thought about moving and doing something, possibly it was an influence on your own life or someone else's. There is an innate response. Um, We've seen it over and over. And uh, it's been a while since I heard this one. But we've heard stories uh, throughout our life about um, someone fixing a car and maybe the jack would fall and the person was under and couldn't get out. And somebody's, the adrenaline rush in an onlooker was so strong that they physically could lift that vehicle up freeing the captured person. Wow, what a picture. When we have that internal feeling that says, I need to do something, it's much like that adrenaline rush. There's a correlation in there. And when we respond to it, to help somebody, to be kind, to speak words of encouragement and speak words of life. When we respond to that, it's like freeing someone. And not only freeing someone else who might be a captive, but it's freeing for you. So we've asked those questions and we've talked about, and I want to reflect just a little bit in this moment about the outcome. When I, when, when the whole idea of Breathe the Podcast was dropped into me, I had a picture of how it was going to look, what the outcome was. And I made a beautiful graphic. <laughs> I had a good time. That's, that's a fun thing for me, a fun, creative way to express And then I knew what I wanted to do was record my first eight podcasts that would go out into the world. And those would be with a variety of different people. And then on November 7th, I would put snippets from all of those eight people 
and I would create a 35 to 40 minute podcast with all of these wonderful voices that would then culminate in the next eight weeks of recorded podcasts. Some things happened, ups and downs. Again, life takes its course. And that was not to be. My battle was then, do I even go forward? What is the point? I'm not prepared to do it the way that I thought it was going to look. And here I am at what I like to phrase, stupid o'clock in the morning, dogs under my feet, keeping my toes warm, on this beautiful November 7th morning, recording the first, the inaugural Breathe the Podcast. And even though it's not perfect, even though it's not exactly what I had in mind, I'm encouraged and I'm inspired and I'm ready to move forward. So I encourage you, sometimes it's not going to look perfect. The first time you randomly walk up to someone in a restaurant and simply say, I saw the way that your family engaged with one another today, and what a blessing to my heart, the way that you hugged, embraced one another, and just shared smiles and laughter. That was beautiful, and I thank you. The first time you do that, it will feel very uncomfortable. Your heart may beat, you may sweat, you may get very nervous, But life happens in those moments. Good things happen in those moments. And in this world of chaos, and we know things are crazy outside of our control, I encourage you to build up that muscle of speaking good things into others. Build that muscle up. The first time it's going to feel really weird. And so what do we do at that moment? We breathe. Take a moment. Think to yourself, what is this going to cost me? It's going to cost you something. It could be pride. It could be just energy of standing. Maybe your physical body hurts when you stand. That's a cost. Maybe it's going to cost you embarrassment. Maybe it's going to cost you a little bit of time. Catch your breath. Now think of the impact. It's going to bless somebody, encourage them. Maybe someone is having a very difficult day. And maybe your words of kindness will go far. Perhaps that voice that is deep inside you, that is encouraging you to do something new, 
is just the thing to help pull someone safe to safety. To pull them out from under that car. Friends, we can't impact a global world necessarily directly. I can I can pray for something happening in our universe. I can think about it. I can impact a little bit with perhaps my dollars, perhaps voting a certain way. I can impact a minuscule way. And I'm not, those are not bad opportunities or ways to impact the world. But what I know I have control over is the person sitting next to me. I can do something impactful to change their day, to put a smile on their face and in their heart. And that is worth the cost. The benefit outweighs whatever the cost is. That voice inside of you that's telling you, go do, could be just the thing to change somebody's trajectory. So regardless, does the world need another one? No, but the world needs you. In this moment, wherever you are, whatever it is that is in your gut that was going to bring joy, going to bring encouragement, going to bring life, going to bring peace, going to potentially bring hope to somebody walking around without hope. The world needs you. And that's why you're here. Thank you for joining me on season one, episode one, podcast one, Breathe the Podcast. Coming up next, we will talk about words that can be goals or curses. There should be a nice music bed here. And maybe in number two, it will be. I'm going to try. (laughs) Before we get to segment two, let's take a moment to breathe together, shall we? I have been doing a lot of work this year of discovering myself. And so I'm taking you along on this journey. And again, I thank you for joining me. Our breathing exercise today is a simple in through the nose. We'll count four. We'll exhale four. I encourage you to inhale as deeply as you can to hold for just a minute. Actually, we'll hold for four and then we'll exhale for four and we'll hold that for four. We're going to do that three times. Please do not pass out. So breathing in through the nose. One, two, three, four. Hold one, two, three, four, exhale, one, two, three, four, hold, one, two, three, four, inhale, four, hold, one, exhale, one, hold, One more time, in, two, three, four, hold, one, two, three, 
Exhale, one, two, three, four. Hold, one, two, three, four. Return to breathing normally. Sometimes when things feel like they're spiraling out of control, that simple breathing tool can bring peace to your heart, can bring quiet to the moment, and you can begin to feel like you have control of your breath and of the moment. That's why Breathe, the podcast, is so important. Segment two today <laughs> takes me back to my childhood. Lincoln Elementary School in Bay City, Michigan, 1975, six, seven, eight. <laughs> I still remember my teachers. Uh, some of them absolutely loved. For those of you who were there, Miss Madison was a hoot. I can still smell her jeanette. And the last time I saw her, which was probably... 18 years ago, my daughter was two, and I was in the grocery store, and I smelled her from two aisles away. And there she was with her Green Bay Packers crocheted hat and scarf, and a case of beer, and the biggest smile you could imagine. Miss Madison, for those of you who were there, epic. She was the epic fun teacher. Miss um, Grand Mason. I ran into Miss Grand Mason about seven years ago, maybe a little longer. She knew exactly who I was without missing a beat. Gave me the biggest hug. And in her classroom, I remember thinking she was a challenging teacher because she was very, very sharp. And she expected a lot. And she kept her classroom a certain way. And I thought I was in trouble with her all the time. <laughs> uh, two beautiful women who really invested in their children, into their students. That's, that's who their kids were, was their students. The thing about elementary school, though, that I can't shake is in the 1970s, and I think they still have them today, they had a comment section, which would align numbers with attitudes, behaviors, characteristics. And it never, ever, ever did I get one report card that did not have the following words. Courteous and conscientious. Let's just pause for a moment. Those are beautiful things. And frankly, I have strived my entire life to be courteous and conscientious. It's just the truth. There are some things that stick with you. The other one that was on my report card consistently was has potential. When I got my report card in elementary school, I would read those words and I would look at it and I would think, okay, you know, capable of doing better. Okay, I got that a lot too. Can you imagine? Mm -hmm. That's what they thought. Well, I figured if... They believed that that was good enough. And um, I was a B average student. And for those of you following my college journey or that are about to enter college yourself, let me share with you a very healing phrase 
C's get degrees. You do not have to get an A. If you are a striver for A's, that is wonderful, but that is not mandatory, <laughs> just so you know. Back to elementary school. Those words, courteous and conscientious, and potential, they're words that defined me for so many years. And it honestly wasn't too terribly long ago. It was in my adult life that I recognized that phrase has potential did not ever become a goal. It was never my desire to live in that potential. It was never my desire. I didn't want to be seen, so it didn't matter to me if I lived up to that potential. Ultimately, that word became almost like a curse. Has potential, but will never get there. Will never attain the goal that my teacher had for me. But I had potential. Are there words that are capturing your life, marking your life, words that have been spoken to you, about you, or over you, that make you feel somehow less than, somehow not equal or worthy of love? Somehow those words have defined who you are and who you think you are now. But those words are actually more of a curse. I remember one of my pastors talking about the word shame. Shame on you. That phrase, maybe that triggers something in you. That phrase can be a curse. It was never intended to do anything good but to speak bad things about whatever you're doing or did or your behavior. Shame is not a word of life. We don't live in shame. We live under shame until we learn to break through. But maybe there are words. Now, courteous and conscientious. I like that. That tells about my character and how I interact with other people. And I'm thankful that those words marked my life. But potential? Potential. I even remember a little song we sang. Some of my cousins might remember this. When we would go to church camp or VBS at the the, um, church in, I think it was in Hemlock, maybe St. Charles. Sorry, I don't know. But it was, I am a promise, I am a possibility, I am a promise with the capital P. I am a great big bundle of potentiality. Do you remember that song? Fun song. And I love the part about, I am a promise. You are a promise. You are here in this moment for good reasons, for good purpose. Those words that have been spoken to you that you have translated as a curse, I encourage you to redefine that. Take some moments, get yourself wrapped in that word, learn what the definition is, and then decide how that is going to shape your future. 
Am I always going to be a potential? Or am I going to go ahead and record the podcast even though perfectionism is not attainable? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because it's burning deep within me. I'm going to do it because it may not look perfect to what my ideal was, but it's perfect for now. It's perfect for this time. It's perfect because it's out of me and into the world. I hope this podcast, Season 1, Episode 1, has been an encouragement to your heart, has spoken words of life over you, and helps you to feel like you're not alone. Because, friend, you're not alone. Future podcasts will delve more into the world of mental health, what our mental health crisis is, what that means for you and I, and how we can impact future moments, future generations. This one was focused on getting whatever is inside of you. If you know to do good, do it. Just do it. Be kind. Be lavishly kind. I saw a young family at a restaurant earlier today. November 6th, actually it was. Today's November 7th. That's an important date for me. November 6th, I saw a family and their youngest daughter, maybe three years old, was decked out for the holidays. She had candy cane striped pants on, a shirt, and even a hairpiece with little baubles on it that was red and white for Christmas, gearing up and ready. And I said to the mom, who looked like she was having a difficult day, by the way, just like, okay, it was time to go home and go to bed, <laughs> that kind of a day. And I've experienced that in my life too. I said to her, Friend, if that was the only Christmas decoration I had, I would take it around with me all day everywhere too. The smile on all five of their faces, she had two older brothers, was incredible. Just saying something as simple as that helped their night to be free maybe of a little discouragement or a little frustration. If we can help free other people in the moment, take the time to do that. Take the time to breathe to gain courage, to breathe to gain strength, to breathe to gain calm, to breathe to find peace, to breathe to find hope. Thank you for listening. Season 1, Episode 1, Breathe the Podcast. This has been Breathe the Podcast, Season 1, Episode 1, and I'm your host, Trisha Rutherford. It's been my pleasure to hang out with you today and encourage you a little bit in life. If you need to reach out and talk to somebody, I encourage you to send me an email or connect with me here on Podbean. If, you, if I can help you or elevate you in any way, please reach out. 
I look forward to hearing how we're going to move, breathe the podcast forward, learn together, grow together, live together, and breathe together. Enjoy your day.